So far, there have been 16 million coronavirus cases around the world. To date, 9 million people have thankfully recovered. But tragically, 650,000 people have so far died. But science is working on a solution right now. Hey there, it's Matthew Nari, your host of the Happy Habit podcast, episode number 13. We talk science, health and well-being. You'll find us on iTunes, Spotify and iHeartRadio. Basically, anywhere you get your podcasts. Today we are talking coronavirus, or more pointedly, the search for a vaccine. Before we get into the vaccine, let me first of all explain how a coronavirus works. Well, the coronavirus is so-called because the top of it resembles a crown. It's actually club-shaped and covered in spikes, and these spikes are proteins which bind to ACE2 receptors in the lungs. When they bind, the virus injects its genetic material into the lung cells and hijack the cells, pumping out copies of the virus and killing the host cells in the process. The body's immune system kicks into overdrive and it's this immune response and inflammatory response which causes the symptoms of fever and cough, etc. Obviously, the symptoms seem to vary from person to person, with the severest of cases ending, sadly, in death. Now, right this very moment, researchers around the world are developing more than 165 vaccines against the coronavirus. And 27 of those vaccines are in human trials. Some vaccines typically require years of research and testing before reaching the clinic. But scientists are racing to produce a safe and effective vaccine by next year. So let me explain the trial process that any potential vaccine must successfully hurdle. Any trial will begin with a preclinical testing phase. This is where scientists give the vaccine to animals, such as mice or monkeys, to see if it produces an immune response. This is then followed by a phase one safety trial phase, where scientists give the vaccine to a small number of people to test safety and dosage, as well as to confirm that it stimulates the immune system. If the results at this point are favourable, then comes the phase two expanded trials, where the vaccine is given to hundreds of people split into groups such as children and the elderly to see if the vaccine acts differently in them. These trials further test the vaccine's safety and ability to stimulate the immune system. Phase 2 is then followed by Phase 3 efficacy trials. This is when scientists give the vaccine to thousands of people and wait to see how many of these people become infected, compared with volunteers who received a placebo. These trials can determine if the vaccine protects against the coronavirus. If all goes well, the vaccine receives approval and regulators in each country review the trial results and decide whether to approve the vaccine or not. However, during a pandemic, a vaccine may receive emergency use authorization before getting formal approval. Now, as I mentioned, there are over 165 vaccines undergoing trials at the moment. 
Each one is at a different stage of the trial process. What I want to look at today is the most promising of all of these vaccine candidates, which is the product of the work of scientists at the Oxford University in the UK. Their vaccine candidate is the frontrunner based on the news, which was broadcast around the world on the 20th of July. Oxford researchers announced extremely promising initial results from their Phase 2 expanded trial, based on the first 1,077 people, suggesting that the vaccine is both safe and triggers an immune response. There is still much work to be done, but these early results hold serious promise. The next step involves expanding the trial at a higher dose to thousands more people volunteering at sites across the UK as well as Brazil and South Africa. This would correspond to the Phase 3 efficacy trial I talked about earlier. There will be 10,000 people involved in the trial who will randomly be sorted into two groups. One group will receive a vaccine that won't offer any protection against the coronavirus and the other half will get the test vaccine, which has the very groovy name of Chad Ox1NCOV19. It is hoped that this vaccine will make the body recognise and develop an immune response to the spike protein that will help stop COVID-19 from entering human cells and therefore prevent infection. The technique that the Oxford University research team are using is a technique that they have already been developing before the pandemic to tackle Middle East Respiratory Syndrome, MERS and Ebola. And it's why they were able to move so fast in response to COVID-19. First, they took a chimp cold virus and genetically altered it so it was impossible to grow inside humans. Then they added genetic material that make proteins from the COVID-19 virus called spike glycoproteins. If the body learns to recognise and develop an immune response to this spike glycoprotein, the hope is that it will help stop the COVID-19 virus from entering human cells. As we mentioned, half of the volunteers will get this vaccine. The second group will be given an existing licensed vaccine which is used to protect against the causes of meningitis or sepsis. This vaccine is a control for comparison and was chosen instead of an inert placebo so that the control group experienced the effects and the side effects of a real vaccine, preventing them from working out which group they were in. Trial participants' medical history is gone through in detail and blood samples are taken. To ensure the trial results are fully robust, both the participants and the doctors injecting the vaccine do not know whether it is the experimental one or the control vaccine for meningitis or sepsis in the syringe. Once the trial participant has received their injection, they must then swab their tonsils and pop it into a sealed envelope and send it back to the research team, along with a questionnaire detailing any symptoms. In addition, regular blood tests are carried out. This ongoing monitoring continues for four months. It's this long-term process that some people find frustrating, because you can't simply rush the process, uh, hoping results come faster. While the Oxford vaccine trial has already shown promising safety results and the possibility of a protective immune response, it was only in 1,000 people. To roll out a vaccine to millions of people across the world, you need a level of confidence that can only come with patience and a lot more data.
Vaccines rushed through in the past, most notably the swine flu vaccine in 1976, have unfortunately killed people due to adverse reactions. So caution and taking the time to evaluate the data is of crucial importance. Another thing to bear in mind that this vaccine may not have the sterilising effect that many think it will have. In other words, it may not completely clear the virus, but instead reduce its effects. People could still carry the virus even if they do not suffer any symptoms themselves. For example, spreading it to the unvaccinated. The protection would still be of huge value, there is no doubt, but whatever happens, this virus will probably be with us in some shape or form for the long term. While the speed with which the Oxford University research team have responded to this virus is impressive, and while this vaccine looks promising, we aren't there quite yet. It could fall short of the line, but right now it is the best shot that we have at beating this pandemic. So let's hope it's a success. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Happy Habit Podcast. Until next time, stay happy. Mm-hmm.